I am so stinking excited to share this episode with you. You want to know why? Number one, it's because we're talking about a topic that we can all learn from and we all struggle with most points in our life, and that is scheduling. Number two reason is because we have a special guest who has a God-given gift for helping people in their lives. Her name is Holly. She's going to be with us today. You don't want to miss this. Trust me. Come on in. Let's chat. Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Welcome to episode 12 of Consignment Chats. Today, say hi, girls. Hi. (laughs) Libby and Tiffany. Today, we're going to talk about something that we know a lot of us struggle with, and that is making time to consign. We actually have a very special guest that's going to join us today. I think you're going to love this episode. It's um, not only something we can all connect with, but um, just a different way of thinking about things and and hearing each other's struggles and and how we do things. So I think it's going to be a great episode. I'm very excited. I think you guys are too. Um, But before that, I think we need to talk about our week. Libby, how's your week been? My week has been great. Thanks for asking. Um, Yeah, so pretty much... um, I kind of, I do this, I did that session with Holly, um, the life coach, just a little mini session. Uh, So, you know, that was a little uh, uncomfortable, I guess, for me to put myself out there, but totally worth it. And um, a lot going on with the business. Molly and I are learning a lot about live sales and different software to use. And we're also learning Shopify. So it's been a lot of learning, a lot of education, a lot of technical difficulties for the week, but totally worth it. Yeah. Yes. Things that we'll be able to pass on to you guys as we learn more. Mm-hmm. Things that you guys might be able to help us with. We... Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tiffany, how about you? How was your week? I have been a photo taking machine. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, ever since I got my photo set up done, I am going crazy with the photos. And I had three consignments dropped off this week. And one of them is really interesting. It's like a very vintage, like true 60s dresses, like gowns. Oh, I love that. And um, this great uh, like 70s polyester duster, like with the big, big lapel and the big cuffs. It's like really wild, very vintage stuff. And I'm really looking forward to researching that and uh, seeing what I can do with that. So it's been a good week. I've been listing, uh, listing, listing, and taking a lot of photos. So. I can't wait to see pictures of those items. That's exciting. Yeah, That's the kind definitely. of stuff I just, those are the things I love when we're in this kind of business, seeing the things that we wouldn't normally see in our everyday life. And it would be interesting to um, price, price that stuff and research it because I don't think there's, you know, it's going to be hard to find comps. The and comps, like, yeah. One of the dresses, I was probably handmade, but very 60s. And um, there's no tags in it whatsoever. Wow. I don't know much about it, except that it looks silk and uh, looks very 60s. So I don't know. You'll do do well with that. You just price high. You just price high. We once um, did a 
she was a sample maker for, and I can't think of the, the name, maybe I want to say Anne Klein, but I don't think that was right in the 60s. And so nothing had labels and nothing had, but we priced high and they, they sold high. Yeah. But it was, I it was taking fun. a lot of measurements because I don't even know sizes, but. Well, and, right. and you'll, you'll probably learn a lot to teach others about this whole process. So um, my week was good, busy, busy, busy. I consistently kept up with my minimum of seven items being listed and I am reaping the benefits um, by consistently shipping several items a day. So it's all good. Um, Loving the growth in the business, loving different ideas that we're trying in the business, and um, enjoying the the community of consignment chats, which is always so much fun. So much fun. Are y'all ready to get into the the good stuff? Oh yeah. The main topic. Okay, me too. So, this is what we're going to do, friends. We are going to send you in to a video clip where you are going to actually watch a dear friend of mine, Holly, who has a life coach business, Journey Well Coaching, and you are going to enjoy this. You are going to watch her do a session with Libby. And then we're going to all join back with Holly as our special guest live. And she is going to join us and we're going to discuss more detail about our scheduling, how we do it and all that. So head on over and enjoy. Stacey Libby. Hi, Holly. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm really excited to do this session with you and see what plans we can come up with for the yep. store. Yep. Yeah. And I'm going to put it all out there. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Nothing can scare me. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> what did you want to talk about specifically today? Um, so one of the things that I struggle with, and I think a lot of people struggle with, is um, I'm an online business owner, mm -hmm. so I work from home. I've chosen to work from home and have mm -hmm. a, you know, my inventory here, my computer here, my office here. Everything is in my home. Yeah. So you don't have a storefront at all? I don't have a storefront at all. No. That is brand new information. Yeah. So it's... Wow. It's by choice, and mm -hmm. I, I do like it that way. But along with that, awesome. certain struggles of like separating, of managing my time, mm -hmm. and separating work because work is everywhere I go in my house. My computer's there. You know, we're mm -hmm. always on our phones. You know, I right. do my job through my phone. So mm -hmm. that's that's a really big struggle. Yeah, I can understand that. Then, so you really want to work on being able to kind of categorize what's work time and what's family time, you time, mm -hmm. Libby time. Mm -hmm. Can I just ask where you keep all your stuff stored? Like in the garage, do you have like a storage unit in the back? So um, we have, I have a third floor, like a oh. finished attic. So my shipping room is up there. Um, most of my inventory is up there. Uh, larger pieces of furniture. I have a, a barn behind my home. I know a lot of people have the opposite goal is like mm -hmm. once they get big enough, they'll move into an office or yeah. move into a storefront. But I kind of did the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. Hey, whatever works, you know, we all have our own dreams. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell me what a usual normal day looks like for Libby. Um, so almost all my day is spent working. I mean, mm -hmm. From the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. 
Mm -hmm. Even my relaxation time at the end of the day where I'm, you know, sitting on the couch, catching up on some shows I like to watch. I'm Mm -hmm. still on my computer, on my phone, Mm -hmm. answering customer questions, um, Mm -hmm. you know, cleaning up some listings, maybe Mm -hmm. whatever it is. I just don't shut it off until my head hits the pillow. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I have blocks of time throughout the day for the tasks that I have to get done. So I do mm-hmm. time blocking and I do it in 25 minute increments and 50 minute increments, depending on what it is, because I don't like to do the same task for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that is a really good practice to do the 25 minutes and the 50 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like every hour on the hour I'm mm-hmm. switching, but I have that five minute break to, you know, get a cup yeah. of coffee or do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, do you set a timer? I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. I yeah. love that. <laughs> That's awesome. It was, it was, that was life changing. Um, mm-hmm. I thought I'm not a very habitual person. Like I don't, mm-hmm. don't have habits and I was like, I can't set a timer and do that. Like mm-hmm. that's too strict, but it was more freeing than it was, yes. strict, which was weird. Isn't that shocking? Yeah. 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 I think a lot of people that do that and love it, it's like the competitive side of you comes out. Mm. For me, at least, I feel like, oh, I got to beat the clock. I'm going to beat the clock, you know, (laughs) and then you do it quicker. It's more like a game. You know, I think anything in life you can make more like a game Mm -hmm. or winning a game show is always going to help you in life. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I always did love game shows. Oh, there you go. You can be the new Bob Barker. <laughs> My own contestant. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> um, do you have children? Are you I have two children. I have two teenagers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two teens. That's great. So do they help out in the business? Uh, not usually. No, they no. really don't want to. Mm-mm. Yeah. I love it if they did. They do little things here and there. Like my son, he's 16. He does typewriters and he's interested. Like we'll go to auctions and pick them up and he'll kind of research them. So you're doing the great block scheduling. So where, where does that kind of shut off? Right. So here's where, here's where it all falls. So I block schedule until about three o'clock. Uh-huh. And I should be able to get everything I need to do, you know, within those mm-hmm. hours. So starting at six from six a.m. till three, with lunch built in there and everything too. Yeah, it's not right. Yeah, um, it's all blocked until three o'clock, and then mm-hmm. it all kind of falls apart after that. Mm-hmm. I, what happens after three? After three, you know, I might want to start dinner or Mm -hmm. go visit a friend Mm -hmm. or I may have work to do like for this podcast, like Mm -hmm. it's not always predictable. And, you know, so Mm -hmm. I have, you know, I might end up working on it until like 11 at night while I'm, and I'm not being efficient because I'm not, Mm -hmm. but I feel like from six to three is enough. Yeah. To be scheduled like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else would the vision look like? You know, being able to separate your work time from your downtime, from your personal time. Hmm. 
maybe if I had certain things to do in my personal time mm -hmm. other than work. Yeah. I mean, because that's a problem too. Like I love what I do. I'm totally into mm -hmm. it. Like, it makes me happy doing the podcast yeah. makes me happy. Like I really enjoy it. I'm not somebody mm -hmm. that dreads work. Like I love what I do. I could do it all day, mm -hmm. but you know, that's not great for my family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so what are some other things you love to do? I enjoy painting. Mm-hmm. Um, like furniture, like the piece behind me is something I did. And I just find it very nice. relaxing and very rewarding. Mm -hmm. What are the benefits of getting this figured out? Your time versus your work time versus your personal time? Probably that I'd just be able to, like when I have free time or family time, I'd be able to mm -hmm. really enjoy it and be in the moment more rather than worrying about mm -hmm. other things. Yeah. Work. And did I get this done? Did I not get this done? Oh, but I could mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I could improve upon this. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like my mind's always like, even when I don't have a specific task to do, I'm thinking about how mm -hmm. I improve something mm -hmm. and I just can't shut it off what would be some other benefits of being more structured or having your personal time I think my family would really appreciate me being more in the moment rather than mm -hmm. constantly you know working or mm -hmm. being involved with the business things I'd let go of some of the mm -hmm. guilt I have that I'm always doing that yeah that's really good to let go of the guilt. But I think what I'm hearing is I hear you love work and that's awesome. I could see like how that could be so much fun because you're constantly on a, like a treasure hunt. So you are constantly a game show. If we go back to that <laughs> illustration. <laughs> um, but you want to have personal time. You want to value that. Mm -hmm. You want that to be for you, for your family, a specific, different meaning than work. Mm -hmm. Like you, is it my hearing that right? Like you want them yeah. separated. I do. Yeah. So what would be some disadvantages if you don't work on really separating the two? You know, my family gets irritated with me. What are some other disadvantages if, um, you don't get more personal time outside of work. So one of the disadvantages is because I work in the house, I tend to like right now I'm in my dining room. I like to work mm -hmm. in my dining room. Yeah. So I do have a dedicated study and workspace, but I like to be in the dining room, which is mm -hmm. a room that the whole family uses. So right. I do kind of take that over a little bit. So that's, that's a disadvantage. It deals with time mm -hmm. and inventory and workspace. Mm -hmm. And, you know, do I clean it up every night? Mm -hmm. Do I mm -hmm. just have a dedicated workspace? Mm -hmm. What do you love about the dining room so much that, like, it keeps pulling you back? It's just bright. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, mm -hmm. um, close to, you know, the laundry, the kitchen, the 
you know, the wood stove, the dog, you know, I let the dogs out. I can. Mm-hmm. And what about the space that you have set up? What do you not like about that space? Besides it's on the, it's on the second, <laughs> it's on the second floor. Um, okay. And it's separate from the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. And it's dark. And, you know, when inventory comes in, it doesn't really make sense, I guess, to move it immediately to the second floor because some of that goes back out the door. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what are some ways that you could make your working room more appealing? Uh, the lighting, I think. Definitely the lighting. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the biggest thing, really. Maybe to just be able to go in there and shut the door and when I'm working, I'm working. Mm-hmm. Do you think if you did honestly, like really completely change where your workspace is, that that might help your mindset change? Yeah. On work versus personal time? Yes. Mm -hmm. How could you make that happen? I could walk upstairs and plug my computer. (laughs) It's really not that complicated. It's really not that complicated. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think the physical separation would help, would help for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it might be easier to literally shut your brain on and off, like walking in and out of that door. Right. Mm-hmm. But what I'm hearing is you don't love the second floor office. I don't. You don't. So besides lighting, like what are some other things you could do in there to like love it? Is I there? A I think I think I'll have to live in that space and work in it for a little bit to decide that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I always say that way when I move into a new house. I don't like to change yeah. anything because I you have to live in it to kind of see what you're mm-hmm. comfortable with or what colors or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. You said you wanted to work on your time management, like personal versus work. Mm-hmm. And that you've been doing a lot in the dining room and that's kind of affecting family life and personal life. Mm-hmm. But sounding like if you could take the work back up to the work studio, that that might be a good, a good solution. Yeah. I think it definitely would be a good solution. Yeah. How are you, how are you feeling about it? we talk about it or is it you've kind of I'm like starting to plan in my head about what I have to do to to get there and make that happen and what I could actually do up there as opposed to down here yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so that's good I hadn't really I hadn't really thought that through Mm -hmm. like that in those clear terms yeah what are some other advantages of for the family of you separating the dining room and the workroom uh, we love to play games, so the table yeah. all game ready. Yeah, more so than even dip for a dinner. Like we love to play mm-hmm. different games. So, oh, that's cool. be nice just to be like not have to clear everything off and you know move mm-hmm. the computer and the cords and you know everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, how would it look if you picked? So you you've done really well at blocking your day. How would it feel to maybe pick a block in the evening? where for 25 minutes you have a quick work spurt where you answer questions and are available 
and then we could go back to personal time. Yeah, I think that would work really well. Well, could you feel comfortable with that? Yeah, yeah. I think just knowing that that time was set aside, and I know, all right, mm-hmm. because um, sometimes, like, I, I'll, you know, go to my friend's house in the evenings mm-hmm. for, I'll be gone for, like, four or five hours. I'll be away from yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. And I know it takes me about an hour to catch up when I get back. Mm-hmm. Bed. So, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that, I think that'll be fun. Like, no, and normally I would just do that on the couch or at the mm-hmm. dining room table at my computer, but I think maybe if I'm up in my office and I have that, maybe I won't need 50 minutes, but I have that time set aside, mm-hmm. I'll probably be much more efficient if I just go up there, do the hour, close mm-hmm. the door, and then I'm done, right? I think so. Hmm. I think it's a, I think it will help your mind shift. When you walk into that room, this is my workspace, you know, like starting to develop that workspace. And then I think over time, what will happen with your mindset is the dining room, the downstairs will be really family time. You'll start to build memories that don't involve moving the computer, that don't involve moving the ring light and the mannequin Mm -hmm. and the chair and the other things that you have to move out of the way. It's like you can be fully present. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love this. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I think it sounds like it would be really freeing for you mm-hmm. to know since you love the block schedule and it works so well for you to have that time set aside. Yeah. So what do you think some obstacles um, are going to be? making that shift, like physically making that shift and mindset wise, making the shift to the second floor. I know I keep going like this. I'm so visual. Second <laughs> floor. Yeah. If you can't see us, <laughs> I'm <laughs> raising my hand in the air with a hallelujah. <laughs> um, they're mostly going to be mental. Mm-hmm. They're mostly going to be just, just mentally going mm-hmm. up there and physical obstacles. Um, will be the setting up a place that I can eventually do the photography up there. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. How do you think you could work on the mental blocks? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Any trip tips or tricks? Well, what are some fun things you could say to yourself or challenging things or encouraging things or an affirmation but something that motivates you like thinking if I if I don't I usually just do it yeah I'm having a hard time do like if I say all right from you know Mm -hmm. two to three I'm in the office I'll Mm -hmm. be in the office from two to three do you have Alexa no (laughs) <laughs> okay, so she just went off. Well, one of my tips would be I, I'm very involved with my girlfriend whose name starts with an A. <laughs> so when I know that I might be having a mental block and I'm not going to get off the couch or get out of the bed or mm-hmm. <laughs> go take that walk, I set reminders to go off. For me, it's embarrassing when my little girlfriend who starts with an A says, <laughs> you know, this is your reminder get off your arse. <laughs> go for a walk right right 
not only just like setting a reminder, but making it personal, making it something that I'm going to really like resonate with. Okay. Cause I've just been using the timer on my phone, but I really like Which the is idea great. of making it personal. That's, mm -hmm. I think that's next level for sure. That's next level. I love it. So, so far, little action steps is, um, well, this one isn't a little, the big action step is we're going to make the transition. You are going to make the transition to back up to the second floor. You're just going to take some time and live in the space and figure out how to make that space just really a joy to walk into. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're going to need some time. How long do you think it would be for you to kind of make the switch to taking the photos up to the second story? Would you like to set a time for that? Or do you want yeah, to kind of live yeah, in do you space? Yeah, I would say like two weeks. Two That's weeks. good. I have to look at the photo equipment and what's involved in the lights. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. mainly hesitation. And mentally wise, you're going to work on some personalized notifications. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that seemed like a game changer for you was setting a time in the evening, say from seven to eight, where you would tie up loose ends from the evening. I'm so excited about that. I'm so <laughs> excited about that. Good. Good. This makes so much sense. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to talk about it. I know. I can't believe that. Mm -hmm. Like, why couldn't I, why couldn't my brain come up with that? I think sometimes even if your brain comes up with it, we doubt ourselves. Mm. You know, that's just human nature. It's true. It's you know, true. and so it's always a mental game. Yeah. You just need somebody else to tell me. Thank God you you're just here. Need, you just need that life coach to turn you on and <laughs> I know. I <laughs> laughing know. and smiling. Yeah. Well, what I love to do when someone like gets a really good idea, I always love to do finger confetti. <laughs> like, that is a great idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> I can't tell you what to do. It's your decision. <laughs> love it. Love it. So would you say your, what would you say your biggest like takeaways are from our session today? Is um, probably that, I know how the time blocking works for me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to move that into my trouble area. And the physical mm -hmm. separation is going to help with the mm -hmm. emotional separation, right? Or the, you know, the yeah. physical boundary of the office door is going to help with um, the more emotional, like work and family time mm -hmm. boundary. Yeah. That's, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so I think that'll help a lot of people. And I know you were talking a little bit um, mm -hmm. when we were talking earlier about accountability. So yeah. now I'm like super accountable because this is going to be how many people are going to think this, <laughs> right? right? Well, I was going to ask like, so, you know, who could you ask? And I know you could ask Molly, but then I thought, you know what? She's already doing this in front of a lot of people. I don't think we need to set up a usual accountability system like I would do. <laughs> Right, right. So all y'all out there in podcast land, be kind to Libby. <laughs> Encourage her. 
give her some paint tip options. I think that'll be fun. Paint and I think, I think there'll be some people taking this journey along with me, mm -hmm. um, you know, as far as time yeah. blocking and, you know, mm -hmm. setting up an office and yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So hold me really accountable. Important. And if anybody wants an <laughs> accountability partner, you know, I'll be here. Yes. And we're going to link up all of Holly's information in the show notes as well. I mean, you can see what an amazing mm -hmm. job she did here today. And um, so mm -hmm. if you want to reach out to her, the means will be there. So I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Good. Hey, Holly. Hi, Hi guys. Oh, it's How so are you? you? I am doing really well. Today. We are so excited. This is Holly Davis. She's a dear friend of mine. She's becoming a dear friend of theirs, will be even closer friend of theirs, um, who has this God-given gift and runs her own business called Journey Well Coaching. And she's life coach. And I'm going to let Holly tell you a little bit about who she is and what she does before we start talking about the exciting things in the video you just watched. Well, I named my business Journey Well Coaching because I have been through quite the journey for my age. <laughs> I was a missionary youth pastor overseas for 12 years, um, and then I left with PTSD and extreme anxiety, and it took me a good two years to be mentally and physically healthy again, um, and I've just been working different jobs. And it was finally like coming into life coaching was the next career. It was like a natural for me, having been overseas and helping people and mentoring them and walking alongside of them, I just love to cheerlead people. So when this life coaching and, and being able to go back to school all fell in my lap, it's just been just an awesome journey of like seeing my life come full circle. So I, um, I am a certified life coach and I'll be getting my credentials very soon from the International Coaching Federation. And I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Libby did a mini session with you. Um, mm -hmm. I've done, I've done many sessions with you, <laughs> but I want Libby to tell us about her experience. Um, scheduling is something we all organization scheduling is a constant subject we all talk about in this business. So Libby, yeah, so it was so interesting because I thought I had it pretty together with the time blocking and I'm pretty I was pretty happy with my schedule and you know as we started to talk I realized there were these struggles that I have that I had never really voiced as far as keeping um, family time and work time separate and you know being there for my family when they needed me or wanted me there and being totally present and um, so, you know, Holly was able to point out like small changes that really I could implement in my schedule because we know time blocking works for me. And maybe in another episode, I'll share exactly how I set up my time blocking um, throughout the day. But to really just extend that throughout the evening and let me get my work done and have family time and feel, you know, good about it. So I just, it was just absolutely just mind blowing because I really did think I had it together, folks. <laughs> and you do have it together, Libby. You totally have it together. Oh, but it was so cool to see you like have that light bulb moment of like, oh my gosh, if I did this one little switch, 
And it just saying it out loud, like completely changed your, your demeanor, your aura, whatever words you feel comfortable using. I mean, you just like shoulders came down and yeah, it's amazing what's inside of us. And we don't realize it till we have the chance to talk it out. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's one of the talents I think. Um, and we were even discussing earlier with Tiffany, you know, what we watched the video it's now you all have, um, I have personally been through it with Holly as my life coach, but I think, yeah, we all go through and we tweak this with our schedule and we tweak that with our schedule. And you just think it's, Oh, I got to get this done. You don't realize there's this inner, or at least I didn't. And like Libby was just saying that aha moment, there's so much of an inner emotional part of this silly little thing scheduling that you don't realize some of the guilt that gets involved, some of the emotions and when some people can do it and they do fine and they don't need the extra help. Some people like me, I needed the extra help. Um, but the, the ability to question and have us think deeper about the whys of what we do and what we don't do. Right. I mean, that was just such a great tool to have that I wouldn't by myself have in my toolbox, you know? So I think that talking a little bit about, I know Libby, you were just saying you'll share your schedule um, with people, but I think let's kind of, maybe not in detail, maybe later we each do a quick chat that we have of how we really do our schedules, right? Each one of us. Yeah. But let's, I think it would be fun to kind of talk about each one of our schedules right now, how we do them, kind of the bumps in the road, because that way people can connect. We may have some of the same bumps that other um, business owners have and talk about how your day kind of goes in and out and give a a brief. Yeah. I mean, I can do that since I did briefly allude to it. Um, So I do time blocking and what I do um, starting at 6am is I have every um, half hour to an hour blocked off. So, you know, from six to six twenty-five, I set a timer for 25 minutes. I do customer service. Then I get a five minute break and then I head into my next time block, which is um, uh, shipping. <laughs> and I have I have that is actually my longest time block. So that is two hours. So that would be I set a timer as well for that. And I do that in two 50 minute increments. So I get a 10 minute break. So basically every hour, I have 10 minutes to, you know, take care of whatever personal things I need to take care of. And I do that through the day until up until three o'clock. Yeah. So that is how I do it. I love it. I love my little timer. I love when I get a little ahead and I finish a task. Um, It just, it just makes me feel in control. And I know I'm going to be done at three o'clock, you know, if I have something else to do. So Wow. That's basically how I, how I do my schedule. And I know that's different than how Tiffany and Molly do their schedules. Yeah. And what Tiffany, how do you do your schedule, Tiffany? Not very well. <laughs> so I am not a morning person. I do not get up at six. <laughs> I usually wake up about seven, but I'm very slow to start my day. And so I don't even start my calendar until nine. Um, okay. But then I, my problem is, Every little thing distracts me, mostly Facebook (laughs) or video games, because I love playing games. And if I pick up the thing, the iPad to play a game, I will lose an hour. So I try not to touch it, but till I go to bed. But anyway, 
I digress. So I have a problem getting started in the morning and oftentimes I'll set blocks. Like I have to do my bookkeeping job. I usually try to block that in the morning. So I'll block like nine to 12. But if I don't get started because I'm lost in Facebook till like 10, then my whole rest of whole, my whole day is screwed up. And then I'm working till midnight every night just to get everything done, just to hit everything. So I've tried time blocking both Libby's way and Molly's way because I think Molly is more general except for my bookkeeping job. That's more just like this chunk. I have to do a bunch of stuff in there. There, So I don't know. I'm, just, I'm struggling. <laughs> I, I, I plan it out on Google Calendar and then I always get behind. <laughs> so, yeah. Can I ask you just two things, Tiffany? Hmm? How do you feel right now? Like as you're talking about your schedule and not having it the way that you would desire to have it? It's an emotional okay. thing for me. Like okay. I, I feel yeah. like a failure no. for what I, the tasks that I need to do. They're not really specific date oriented. Mm -hmm. I'll sign them on my Google calendar on a date. Mm -hmm. Like yesterday, I'm supposed to write the show notes or whatever, mm -hmm. but I didn't do it. I didn't get mm -hmm. to it. So then I feel bad, but mm -hmm. but I do have a couple more days. Like it's not, you know, so it's, it's, it's just hard. That's what I, that's what I struggle with. How do you think you would feel if you were a little bit more intentional in your scheduling or more intentional in following the schedule that you think works for you? I think I'd be much more content and um, happier if I could do that. <laughs> like, you know, uh, feel better about myself. So I would just encourage you to think, how can you use that desire and vision of what things could really be like? if you were able to follow your schedule a little bit better and allow that to be like your lighthouse, the thing that, you know, drives you because you know, it's going to make you feel better. It's going to take away some of the guilt. I like that term focus. lighthouse, Holly. That's mm -hmm. good. Use it as a lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like, like the advice you gave about the, um, the timer with a personal touch. <laughs> um, I don't use a timer at all, which is, I really okay. should, I, I need to, because I do put the blocks in my Google calendar, mm -hmm. but I don't set an alarm or anything. Yeah. So then I get lost and like, you know, so, so I really, my like mom taught me that when I was like 15, cause I always had to clean my room and I, y'all, I'm just to be honest. I am not miss like organized. I am not miss like, you know, I'm like people person, like go with the flow. So Life coaching alone and helping people with their schedules has really helped me. But when I was young, my mom was like, look, it just, I'm going to set a timer for 10 minutes, whatever you can get done in 10 minutes, then you can have your allowance. So that's how it turned into like this fun little race of like, what can I get done? What can I get done? And I mean, I still do that. Like last night I did it to do the dishes to like empty the dishwasher and get it done. I was like, can I do it in five minutes? Can I do it in five minutes? <laughs> you know so it really a little is challenge like, yeah like I have to trick my own brain you just have to find out you know if that's not your god-given gift how can you trick it yeah. you know yeah and that's what I do I look at the things like my me time as something that I earn it's my mm -hmm. my whole moment of the day I can't have that moment I can't if I don't get everything on my list done during that particular amount of time, if it's something, some things I have that kind of are that ongoing and they get moved from mm -hmm. week, day to day, but those things that have to get done that day, if I don't get them done by time I break for lunch, I don't get to take the extended 
kick my feet up lunch, throw the Bravo on, watch a little (laughs) Southern charm, text a friend time, get Mm -hmm. on my game time. I just have to eat lunch and get back to work. Like, because I didn't earn it. So I kind of look at that as the carrot, you know, my me time that I want, if I want to go soak in my tub, read my book, read my whatever, I earn that carrot. That's your allowance. It is. It's my allowance. It's my allowance, my game time, my me time, because otherwise I don't really enjoy it because the whole time I'm doing it, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. And that was hard for me to realize how much it was eating me up inside. And that's Mm -hmm. that emotional aspect of it that you don't realize when you're talking about your job and I got the stuff I got to get done that day, how much emotion Mm -hmm. inside of you, it really... I mean, and Tiffany just went through that, that emotion of how it makes you feel. And as she was talking about it, that was your, my sessions. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Like text. Yeah. I yeah. feel guilty. I feel horrible. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not giving my mm-hmm. husband enough. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. my house, my, because I just can't pull it all together and, you know, just changing the mm-hmm. tweak and my schedule um, as we were kind of going over how our brief schedule works, I do kind of a mixture, as Tiffany was saying, I block like Libby. And this is something I worked through and had to go back through with Holly later. We kind of came up with a block schedule, what we thought would work going over my life and how my life was going to pan out. Um, then we added consignment chat. So that kind of changed my block <laughs> schedule. And I redid and tweaked my block because now this whole other business got put in there. Um, so how is that going to fit in? But then I had to do it for what, Holly, like three weeks plus, mm-hmm. like a week isn't enough to know if a schedule is really going to work. You really exactly. have to do it for three weeks to a month. Mm-hmm. And then I came back to you and was like, mm-hmm. okay, after all this time, here are my ouch mm-hmm. points. These are the things I'm still struggling yeah. with. It. And I realized Libby does phenomenal with that 25, 50 set a timer, mm-hmm. five minute breaks. My brain doesn't work that way. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of having multiple people in a group like this is mm-hmm. somebody's going to connect with each one of us because their mm-hmm. brains and emotions are going to work similar to each one of ours. I do better blocking my day with from, you know, six o'clock in the morning until mm-hmm. eight o'clock in the morning. I am having coffee with my husband. I'm downstairs. We've got our feet up. We're talking about mm-hmm. the day. But my new thing is I'm also listing a minimum of two items on eBay while we're sitting down there talking. That's my new thing. Today I got yeah. four, three or four, three or four. Yeah. This so while we're having coffee, we talk, but he helps me. He measures. We get those done first thing in the morning. Once that eight o'clock hits, I'm up here and it's work time. And from eight to 12, I'm totally conchy consignment. I'm in it. And, and so what I have in that block is then I have a whole nother list that is my bullet point to-do list. Because in a long block, the good thing about Libby's mini blocks is it keeps her very specific on task. I find that hurts me because if I don't get that done in that 25 minutes, I feel like a failure. So, and that then I'm very much a beat myself up kind of person. I I wasn't successful. So if I screwed it up, I may as well go downstairs and put my feet up and throw Bravo on and you know, call Holly and let's talk. (laughs) What's going on? You know, I come up with something else to do because I feel like I've already screwed it up. That was my old attitude. 
Uh-huh. I don't do that anymore. Now I have my checklist of bullets and I know there's certain things I have to do every day. I have to post social media. I have to. And then there's things that I work on that week. And so I check those off in that four hour conscious consignment block. Then I have an hour for lunch. Then I have block for consignment chats. And then I have bullet points of things I got to get done that week in consignment chats. Some are daily, some are within the week. And that's how... I can move my bullet from one day to the next. If it doesn't get done in that block, it's okay because my top bullets are the have tos. I gotta get them done that day. I gotta post social media. I gotta clear out things that sold out of Poshmark. I, you know, there's, I have to do that. Otherwise we're in a mess if I don't get it done. So those mm-hmm. I always check off. Everything at the bottom of that list during that four hour block is stuff that I will get to when I'm done with the others. And if they don't all get completed, it's okay. I put an arrow and it moves to the paper for the next day. <laughs> so that's kind of how you helped mm-hmm. me figure I work better mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. if I can get all that done in conscious consignment, then I take my full hour lunch. I put my feet mm-hmm. up and relax mm-hmm. and then start with consignment chats in the afternoon and then go back to listing and photographing and doing what I call my mm-hmm. personal time four o'clock on. Mm-hmm. And that's when I do my own personal listing dinner, house, run errands, whatever, whatever. So well, I think you made a really good point that, you know, it's not always like just one conversation and it fixes it or it helps it, you know, like, because I was thinking about uh, last night, you know, as I was thinking about this and, you know, I'm sure there's listeners that also have um, a bigger staff, you know, so, you know, they might you know, I might get together with them and we would talk and you come up with this idea and this plan of you're going to have your employees working on inventory instead of this and kind of switch some things around. But then after you do it for two weeks, you kind of go, you know, like this part of it worked and this didn't, or, oh my gosh, that was a complete failure. Like, (laughs) because when it even, so it on an individual level, you know, it's an ongoing, and especially if you've got, you know, a bigger staff and more people to include or that you're managing and leading, you know, there's going to have to be some leeway. And that's why I like the lighthouse analogy. I mean, we're, we're never going to be perfect. That's not the goal. The goal is to journey well, to do what you can do in the moment to the best of your ability and always be moving towards the next thing that betters you or helps you better the world, your friends and your family. Wow, Holly, that was phenomenal. I think that's like the perfect ending spot. Do you have any final things you'd like to say to our viewers, who listeners who've been a part of this? I just want to encourage you, like I just said, you know, be working towards the lighthouse. I know you're always a work in progress. Um, if any of you would be interested in chatting with me, you can go to journeywellcoaching.com and I always offer a free discovery call and we can talk and figure out um, if I'm a good fit, you know, if, if you need a, a one hour chat um, or if, you know, you've got more employees or a bigger project, you want to kind of book a couple slots. Um, I'd love to do that for you and help you out. It's really just so much fun. Great. And it, it is, it's emotional, it's fun, it's good. <laughs> so I think anybody who's watching this, you need to know you, as we all said, you figure out what works for you. We're all very different. 
And if you really get to the point where you can't do it on your own, as we've showed you today, there are ways to get help with that. There are ways to find somebody like Holly who can help you move forward in the struggles that you're having and know that it's ever changing. What your schedule is this week may not be what it is next week. Mm -hmm. So if you've enjoyed hanging out with us, chatting with us, head on over to consignmentchats.com. You can find all ways to connect with us. And until next week, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. We got to get Holly a mug. <laughs> yes. Stat. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find Consignment Chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.